Go episode 124 uh, of the hashtag show. Straight in, it's uh, topical news. I'm hoping you'll cheer me up today. We've had a few episodes where I've cheered you up, and I'm hoping you'll cheer me up today because I'm scun up, mate. Well, let me just shed some light on the matter. Oh, for fuck's sake! I forgot. If That's so bad, man. Honestly, God. You, you look like, see when, when David Attenborough did that fucking documentary about what lives in the dark? Like, not the darkest part of the oceans where humans can't exist. Hi. And they found all these fish... Fi, <laughs> the fuck happened there? They found all these fish? Full they found fish. all these... They found all these fish that look like a Johnny or a light bulb inside it. Just, like, fluorescent fish. See when you put that ring light on your fucking big Barolo head? Mate, you look awful, man. <laughs> No way, better than take it off either, but is it? Remember when you were young, you used to stretch your boss sack out and put a torch behind it? Remember you would do all that kind of stuff? That's what your skin looks like now. Your face looks like a stretched out boss sack with a torch coming through it. Thanks, mate. Many balls are brawl over this weekend. Man, and I shaved. Shaved this morning. Ah, you did shave, you did shave. Look good. You um, look good. Well, eh. Uh, this is a council episode, so we just wrap it up here. Just thanks for listening, <laughs> yeah. guys, because you're not mentally ready for this. Oh, mate, I've, do you know, it's just one of those weeks where I never had a great weekend, and then Monday, yesterday was, was we're recording this on Tuesday, yesterday was just a shit day, and I just feel like, you know, it's just one of the weeks where you go, I know this isn't going to get any better, so what's the, I may as well just go fucking back to bed and sleep this week out. It's because you never get your wee Monday pickup with a hashtag. Maybe that's maybe. Do, do, do you know what? You're on that for your wee pickup. <laughs> now, do you know what it is? Being honest, being honest, mate. Opening up, opening up to you here. Opening well, up not to just the me, you and a couple of thousand listeners. <laughs> you and the scumbags. See, see, because yesterday pubs and like gyms and all that reopened. Yep. And it feels as if everybody. It feels like everybody else or everybody that I know is so excited to have like the the normal life back and I am so far away from getting back to the life I used to have that I'm just I'm just so worried that in another month's time we're gonna be fucked again. And I and I can't I, I mentally and physically can't take another setback. I really can't. I, I I'm almost to the point of if if we don't like if, if we kind of get back to live performance on the dates that are agreed, I think I think I'm I think I'm done. I think that's me. I think that's it. I need hang out a mic and go and get another job. Because I, I, I can't do another year of this. It's not like I can't I'll, do a year I'll, of. I'll not be another year. But let me just interrupt here, right? Your your audio wasn't coming through your mic. You know, just it's coming through your webcam. Is it? Just to add to your fury, because for the <laughs> listeners out there, we've spent thirty minutes. Scott tried to fix his setup, and he's in his I mean, own edge. Just, Big man's own edge. Just, just, just select for microphone. How's that? Microphone option. How's that? Hello, can you hear me? A hundred times better. We don't oh, need fantastic. to stop. It's just a wee glitch in the matrix. Brilliant. It's got its back in the room. The Matrix. I would love to go in the Matrix right now and see Morpheus and all the rest of them. I'd fucking batter hell at them. Wait, they wouldn't know what. They wouldn't know what. No, mate. Wait. No. 
let, let's rewind because you opened up where you, you go, you put your heart on a line. I, I just, no, I'm I not going to go back to, to <laughs> we're not going to get another year. And saying that, last year, last year we didn't think it was going to last a year. <laughs> I think what's fucking depressing you is there's movement in all sectors by the nighttime economy, which is our bread and butter. That's well, the even, fucking frustrating thing. Even things like, um, I, I was reading yesterday, and I, and I know I shouldn't, and, and it's like, I know I shouldn't watch the news, and I know I shouldn't read news articles, but then I'm going, well, you have to you have to stay informed because you can't just live in this ignorant bliss of, you know, Me? suddenly I like you like the world doesn't exist anymore. So venues are back open, but the live performance isn't allowed yet. So like music isn't allowed to be played yet, and you're going, well, that's the next step. And then it's just things like three hundred fifty thousand people a day in India are dying. Cases confirmed three hundred fifty thousand a day. But and, we, and had people, it, we had our black spot where we were fucking. <laughs> just, the, we we were the top come. of the world. Disney mean it's not coming back. It, it just feels as if suddenly everybody's went, right, do you know what? Pubs are open. Fucking thank God for that. And and there are parts of the world that are now far worse off than we were at our peak. And it's not as if suddenly we've created this magic force field where things kind of happen again. Well, we just don't let them in. <laughs> I know that's your, that's your answer. Just, well, just here in Australia, New Zealand cannot fucking hang... Let, let's do let's do it on right. There's there's always gonna right. We on a date we're a fucking rock floating in space that could fucking get and explode or the sun could run out of juice or a meteor could take us out at any fucking minute. Nothing in this world is a given apart from death and taxes. Nothing. Correct. So I don't think you need to get wrapped up and worried about what's happening in the rest of the world. Let's focus on the now, the positives. Again, there's none. There is. Other than this podcast. Other than this podcast. I think it's this weekend. Other than this podcast, there's other things. This weekend, they're doing a big venue, outdoor venue festival for I think it's 8,000 people. They're all getting COVID tested gone in and COVID tested gone out. But there's no social distancing. And then I think there's three of them planned. And I think the government will be looking closely at that to see, you know, is there any fucking flare-ups, whatever. So it steps in the right direction. I think that the thing that we really need to address, the real fucking thing that's fucking day my tits in, is that George Alberts has got his own gin out. <laughs> and we've no tasted it, man. <laughs> the fucking hammer. <laughs> but no, but this is what, I, this is what I'm coming to. You come to me. Making gin? What's she now making 8% lager for? <laughs> she's like, see if a fucking neck of that gin bottle doesn't reek of his fags. <laughs> I'm not touching it, man. Mate, it comes with a 20 digger Lambert Butler sellotape to the neck yet. <laughs> and, and an old Rangers tubing. See if you tan the bottle and look at it upside down, it says last watch stick on the bottle with all that. It's weird madness. <laughs> fucking drahama. <laughs> but hey, this is the thing I want to say. You fucking opened up to me. I'm going to open up to you. Okay. Not only am I going after this show to Body. get my COVID jag. Oh, you get it the day? Then you can laugh at me whether if I'm the tough guy or I'm not. Oh, I can't wait to your reaction to it. Right. I'm, I, you know, I, mate, I, I, I feel I, really bad for you because there's nobody in that house to look after you. Well, Marie and I is getting hers at the same day, at the same oh, time. Well, you've got no chance of getting any sympathy. Uh, Marie is a fucking machine, but she, she doesn't flinch at nothing. Nothing. Mate, She's tough. No, me. What course is no, no, you're you're soft there, sure. She's an Italian farmer. <laughs> I'm an I'm a, I'm a farmer, so no, you're no, not. not really, but so the thing that's really fucking getting my goat, 
Uh-huh. Merlin, what you've told me, Merlin fucking me getting the COVID thing. Here we go. There's cunts who have ran out to the beer gardens yesterday <laughs> in the freezing cold weather. And yep. in particular, uh-huh. I'm happy for them. Um, you're getting a pint, whatever. I've actually witnessed a few folk bottle of Copperberg fucking cider in a plastic tumbler and a pub bench going, oh, I've waited years for this. You've been buying fucking Copperberg out of the Safeways every fucking weekend. What, because yep. you're drinking it in a bench in a fucking pub, freezing? That's what you waited a year for? Get a fucking grip of yourself. That is, honestly, that put me through the fucking roof, man. <laughs> I, I, the roof? I, I had to take a dog to the vets yesterday, right? And it's on Easter Road. So Easter Road's been, like, derelict because it's mostly pubs and restaurants. So yesterday, partly cut the same bit, come out, walking up to the vet. So I walk, like, one street. And everybody's outside having a pint, right? And I'm just like, it feels as if so much has changed in the last year, yet nothing has changed. Do you mean this attitude of, oh, I can't wait to get to a pub? Like, grow up, man. Grow up. Where where does this desire to get boozed now? I get it. The pubs are a reward. It's a wee reward to get with your pals and have a pint outside. Something that you've no been allowed to do. Of I course, get it. because it's the social aspect of it. Aye. But like, like you're saying, people who are sitting alone guzzling pints just because they, as if something's been taking the fact the government can't stop me drinking my pint. Like, mate, fucking relax, man. I was talking to somebody yesterday on, on fuck no more for this pint on Twitter or Instagram. But I'm going. It's going to be interesting when. Like, obviously, the first weekend, this weekend coming up, right, most people will be in the pub, most people will be out having some food, enjoying themselves. I would imagine maybe two or three weeks down the line, suddenly when people start to realise, why am I going and paying, what, 20, 30, 40, 50 pound a round when I can go and get a full night, a full weekend's worth of baby for 20 quid? It's going to be it's going to be quite a, quite a shock for some people when you've had a year and a half in the house getting buried to then go back and pay pub prices again. But I think people will happily do that until the the what is it the, the no the notion wears off for the what's the word I'm looking for until the novelty wears off the novelty wears off. I think people will do that. I mean, I'm looking forward to going out for a meal and a couple of pints, but I'm not rushing out and doing it the first day when it's fucking freezing. I, you know, I, I'm not that hung up about. I need to go to a beer garden. I'm, I'm just going to do. I'm, I'm looking I'm forward cool, to. I'm cool with it. It was just that fucking. There was four, three posts, and it was a bottle of beer on a pub garden table, pulled into a plastic tumbler, and somebody saying, "I've waited a year for this." I don't know how that's no upsetting you. But also, we I were, fucking wanted. To, I nearly lost my phone. We were able to go and bevy last summer. Well, that's the thing. Where we were eating but, to help but, it. But this is, if you go to a pub, it's a, a draft pint I'm wanting. A right one. I know the pub I'm going to, I know the, I'm getting a Joker IPA and I'm going to Hoot and Annie's pulled on the fucking spinner. It's a full, there's a pint for a pub. No, I'm not going to, mate. I give a, give a bottle of Corona for the fridge. No. I've been fucking, I'm watching Wayne's drink that up the park. Aye. I want a large buxom uh, landlady, few, few few fag buns, couple of marks on her. Hello, darling. She said to wrestle a guy out off a puggy machine. I, yeah. I mean, 
with a, with a pump. Aye. Squeezing her left tit right <laughs> into the pipe, Tom. <laughs> it keeps knocking it slightly, Aye. so it's going after. You kind of get the heat right. Cheer yourself up, love. Let's t- tell your auntie Sandra what's fucking going on, you fucking mug. <laughs> you want something to eat, sweetheart? We do ham toasty, cheese toasty, ham and cheese toasty, onion toasty. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want a little pig, mate? We've got scampy fries there. <laughs> you ever had fire and ice? I stick my finger up your bummy curry powder. <laughs> oh, I'm just pop a wee house cube up there for you. I'm looking forward to his getting back to being able to. Like, I'm looking forward to doing what I used to do on a Sunday when I would go to the dog, we would walk about, I'd go in somewhere for lunch, you'd sit and have a pint. And you do what you want to do. I'm looking forward to getting back to that. These I think I'm coming. St- I know, but I'm still a wee bit annoyed. Like, so we're going to go out on Saturday to get some lunch because it's the first time we've been able to do it for God knows how long. But you've got to book in. Do you mean you can't just turn up to places? So everyone's got to be booked in. We were trying to get a pub on Friday night to go and have a beer when Yaz finishes work. We've got to book in for that. So I'm just looking forward to being back to. I don't want to keep saying normal, but on your you, own time. Where you can just rock up to a place and go in and you know get some tea. And it's not a case of like when you look at you like, do you have a table booked? You're like, no, I've I've just I've realised I'm hungry. I want to eat. Oh my god, please, please leave. Aye. No. So fuck no. The days are coming, mate. The days are coming. I, I'm just I genuinely... I'm, I'm so like you, mate. I'm sitting here looking at 16 dates booked in for a tour, and I am fucking terrified to say any one of them because I am convinced as soon as I announce these dates everything's fucking cancelled and that's that's what I'm panicking about yep and, I, and never, I, think... I never realised how much I miss and how much I need to do stand-up it generally is therapy financially therapy. and mentally mate even like but do you know what seeing saying financially there's been times in the past when I've been skint right and I've been I've been gigging and it's just it's just a different it's just a different feeling. It feels as if it just feels as if I'm no I'm no living. That's what that's the only way I can describe it. It feels like I'm no alive. And it's not like I need to be in stage. Like I don't I don't crave like I would do a gig to five people or five hundred people. It's it's not that. Like I'm no I'm not saying it because I'm going, you know, I want oh I want people to love me and I don't want I just need to do stand up. I just need to be in a stage and I need to speak. It, it is it's genuine right, therapy just for me. Noise out your head. Just to just to get all the stuff that I'm thinking about, and just get it off. And yeah. there's so many times when I've done the quiz or done the podcast, and I'm I'm sensing myself, and I pull back, and, I, and in my head I'm going, "See if I was in stage, man, I, I would say that, or I'd go off in one, or there's stuff happening in my life that I want to talk about, and there's no way or no one to talk about." It. I'm going, "I could talk about it on on stage. I just need but to." Surely your podcast and your your various your, your own podcast, this podcast, and the, the your quiz. You do whatever the fuck you want on that as well. No, but it's not. It's not the same as doing it on a stage, having that into that. It's just not the in same. In the moment, it's we're not, a live it's crowd. Not, it's not the same. We'll have bought a ticket. Come on, <laughs> mate, I'm so honest to God. I'm so fucking. Scared. It's so. It's horrendous, man. I'd just like to remind everybody you're listening to the hashtag show oh, and we have what? feelings too. See, we have honestly, feelings too. If you're here going like that, fucking hell, I could tuned in for a fucking laugh here. Listen to Gibble and the Meltdown. Well, Gibble's entitled to that fucking Meltdown. You know what? You're entitled to, to the listener. 
fucking subscribe to the hashtag show <laughs> where in the Patreon episodes we are all cheery mal and cheery gibble but see now for the future oh. see you next week oh, the next time Coons will come back episode you get sad mal <laughs> until you fucking go Patreon I should have just messaged you this morning and went fuck it what's the I'm not in the fucking mood for this mate it's all content man and you know what everybody's allowed an after I don't I don't know why well I know why I'm upbeat I've, I've, I've been kind of busy in the studio and I'm buzzing on that what, what are you doing? I've no. What, what are you doing? I've no actually. Are you, is it a new album? Or are you? I'm working on a new album. Almost. Right, do we, uh, do we have a halfway a work, through? You know, I enjoy a good title. Do we have a working title for this album, or are you keeping this uh, cards close to your chest? Th- this is a cards close to the chest thing. Ah, right. Okay. I, I had my wobble when I, had, you know, my hard drive crashed and I lost. That was a bad. That was a bad. Half moment. my half my Ian Malorkali album, half an ultrasonic album, and hundreds of other different projects. Wanted to cry. And even now when I think about it, a wee Twitter comes in my, my eye, we slight tear. But I've built it back up and getting on with it. See, here's the thing as well. You're saying you just need that outlet. You've kind of got it with your podcast and the quiz and that. Um, I, I suppose I'm still doing what I love doing, which is writing a bit of music. Maybe doing a wee bit of painting as well. I've not done that for a while, but I'm buzzing in the studio. I thought you were going to say writing out Airbnbs there. <laughs> 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 you know, getting get a big American come and stay for a month. Ooh, <laughs> top dollar. But, I mean, that's fucked and all. That's that's been good for it. And seeing that, it's opening up. So, and that's Maria's kind of thing. You know, I just fucking piggyback on that. But that's it here, mate. We got. Remember, we got an election coming up. That's where you need to use your power to vote. These yeah, SFP bastards trying to cancel your Airbnbs. <laughs> <laughs> my boy's working as a security guard at one of the post stations. Is he? Is <laughs> <laughs> he think a couple of Tories are going to kick off doing your way? Fuck knows. He's probably going to get put into fucking Figgy Park or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he goes, it'll be fucking boring, man. 16 or shift, he's got 10 yeah. or an hour. He's fucking buzzing for it. He goes, it'll be boring as, but I think of the money. And I was like, I could do you, man. And then he's going to start a wee part-time job in a boozer. He's all chuffed about like, just pulling pints in between going to college. His colleges tell him because of fucking COVID, yep. they might not even be getting their certificates at the end of the year. They have to do the full course again. How what? fucking suicidal is that? They're Fuck all fucking sake, striking what? and all that. What What is he doing at college? Electrical engineering. He's been trying to get an apprenticeship, can't get it. So he's went into college to try and help him get. He wants to be an electrician. But you know, I think ultimately Mate, how, just wants what no, we how, all want is money for nothing. Uh, but how fucked? How fucked up is it that we are sitting here getting another election, whether people want to agree or not? We're a fucking we've got oil. We're an oil rich nation, right? Whether the money's drying up or no, there's been tens of hundreds of billions of oil money pumped through this country for fucking decades, and there's young boys and young women that know that can't get a fucking apprenticeship. There, there, there should be as soon as kids leave school, there should be a fucking endless opportunity for them. Mate, I'm telling you, I'm this close to fucking losing my mind, mate. Fucking getting that all out, that chitching. Who the fuck? Feel I've been applying for everything. I can't get a fucking job. Go and see your uncle Scott. He'll get a job. Fucking job. Whose job do you want? That's fine. Find me a pilot. I'll fucking cut the cunt's throat. Just fucking get a job. He's bloody hard. Easy jet pilot, fucking headlock. Listen, you're not turning up to your work tomorrow. And you're getting this boy your fucking badge. But he can't fly a plane, Mr. Gibson. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth, Gringo. Give him the fucking badge. 
I'm like, if you turn up tomorrow for that flight, you're a dead man, understand me? And then the guy turns up, and I'm at the airport like that. Clever boy. And then fucking straight <laughs> My son's walking onto the plane. Oh, can you fly it, please, son? I've played fucking Call of Duty non-stop for a fucking year in my room on lockdown. Of course I can fly this flight. Sitting over the, over the channel, bong, bang, all right, troops, where are we going, man? Malaga. Oh, troops, we're Aye. going online. Listen, no good lie, I was up to four this morning with the boys on COD, so once we're up, I'm going for a nap. Uh, this is your pilot speaking. No, no, this is your pilot speaking. <laughs> this is your pilot speaking. Cheeky Mambo 69er. I'm not telling you my real name. <laughs> yeah, Thank fuck you don't see my face, man, because I'm ripping mad with it. A pilot must be one of the only jobs where you want a toff. Well, you want, uh, you, you need to see, this is what you'd want in a pilot. See when they come on in the day, the wee message. You want a strong, confident, fucking tough, like you're saying. I want We're somebody... flying at 45,000 feet, we'll be coming in. Tell you you know, he's, he's taking me all over. I'd let him take me up yeah. the fucking aisle. I want, I want somebody that, that... I wanted to feel as if the announcement is just a thing he, he has to do because he's busy. Right. Like, he's see busy when flying. the current... Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, Captain, Captain Jer, uh, John speaking here. We're, we're going to be flying. We're taking off in about three and a half hours. Just, it's a steady flight. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. Like, yes. See, when the, I've only had it once when they came on. Like, uh, good evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to be flying today. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. Who let the cleaner in the cockpit? Like, ah, who is what this fuck? fucking drunk? Even if you were a bam, just work on, spend your money and go and get fucking voice coaching. All right. Or even just pretend. She's in your aunt. Ah. In there, fucking... All right, Rob, flying this fucking plane to Amsterdam today. Hold on a minute. Hi, everyone. We're just flying 35 hours feet. Uh, coming in, Sarah. Safe, Charlie. Hey, fucking feel yeah. like that, don't you, man? Sandra, see when we take get a cutlery pieces in here, right? <laughs> Put that out for the send, why you? All right, I need to talk to these fucking out. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Captain James, <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want. Yeah, Sandra, get a cutlery packets of fucking Pringles through your cow. <laughs> if you look out your left friend's window, you'll see the Eiffel Tower. Fantastic. Barbara! Many of vodkas are left. Fuck. Say still this morning, Franco, man. I've still got a rash all over my good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be playing on a silly puzzle. And I say, Stuart, wipe it off your chin before you open the room service. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be flying at a steady pace of uh, taking off here, texting to the end of the runway, facing northwest. <laughs> put it in, put it fucking in. And then we'll be taking 45,000 feet. <laughs> I've, you know, I've never flashed I've never flushed any of my gear down the bog when I'm fucking four uh, star hope a bit of turbulence here ladies uh, and gentlemen don't worry about that we're going down <laughs> 200 pounds says you don't get a both nipples we're going to be flying at a steady pace of 18,000 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll fucking take the jaw right off you you fucking da Please put your safety seatbelts on and your seat, trays up, please, thank you. <laughs> if you can land this only using your cock, Stevie, I'm telling you, I'll pay for every drink. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, tide tables up. We'll be landing shortly at Malaga. No oh, way. Franco, Franco, get your fucking belly in there. Fucking control your fucking daft, can't you? You'll be landing in about 20 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, imagine, yeah, imagine he's sitting 
like just draping it in front of the pilot. <laughs> We're going to be flying at a steady pace of 18,000 feet. Oh, oh, oh. I do apologize, ladies and gentlemen. My microphone fell into my mouth. <laughs> the co-pilot slapping his belly and off his side of his cheek. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sunny day in Glasgow here. I come wonder that I'd, I'd love it if somebody just came on for barter, just like pressed it accidentally. Went like, have either you ever flown one of these things? And then, oh, oh, and then just cut the cut the mic off just to see if people would react. I've been on flights be- where folk have took the actual, you know, the they got to the speaker thing. You've been on that and they've done oh, that. Look there. Oh, up the fucking raw! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've no idea. That's fucking every one. I'd be there. There's always somebody. Does it, man? There's a guy done it rapping. Started doing a rap when I'm at MC rap and they fucking huckled and done. And as they were taking him away, you know, the cords getting right stretched because he was like, <laughs> 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 Mate, you should have gone, Is there anybody out? <laughs> I had uh, when we went to Amsterdam for that stag do, the first time I went, we had fucking Super Alley on the plane with two other boys. Aye, with two other boys for Angels. And we were standing, we were, we were half cut in the airport and we were standing like that and then he just walked past me like, no fucking way, man, super alley. And he was less waving. Aye, I pumped the your next, next minute, we were sitting in the plane and we're all ready to go. Now it was the stag group and maybe two or three other, other couple of groups, but the plane wasn't busy. And then we're waiting for other passengers to come on and the last passenger was coisting these two other people. We're like, no. Like, just singing and chanting all the way all the way to fucking Amsterdam man got to be somebody up the back you dirty old cunt <laughs> every time the trolley was going down we like get the boys a drink early. Get never never bought his one never bought his one but uh, I, I, I'm I'm never... bu- sorry but, a, a bunch of my mates fucking everybody was going to Ibiza and they hadn't even got after the fucking tarmac they've got the fucking tables doing lines off the table blitz beyond fucking belief and then everybody started you know, doing that with their legs oh as it's going up fucking ready to take off twice the fucking captain stopped and said really? if you don't stop doing that we're going nowhere right and then it oh, really stopped off. and then they'd start taxi again and everybody's going oh <laughs> <laughs> and it was just all like fucking everybody, every young person was gutting themselves but all the families with their reins are going it's fucking Crazy. ridiculous these fucking scumbags so <laughs> 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 I love man it's like you, you're flying an easy jet flight to Ibiza like shut the fuck up man like you're no you're no on Eminence at 20 grand ahead Aye, you're no on Beyonce's fucking if you don't keep fucking private jet like, shut the fuck up and fly the fuck mate we're paying 16 pound ahead fucking fly the plane asshole fucking asshole mate <laughs> we had once where I was flying with my mum and I think well, I want to say we're flying to Birmingham. I don't know what we were doing. I, I, we're flying to Birmingham. In fact, you know how I know it was Birmingham? It's the, it's the day I joined Twitter. And I remember the first person I followed was Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> not, even, not even a fan of his music. Straight the in. First, 2015, mate. Like, fucking Snoop Dogg. Or 2012, I Followed Snoop Dogg. Anyway. Flying by for Birmingham, so it's what an hour on the plane to Glasgow. Fucking nothing, right? You got me, you get in. It's not a big flight. There's a woman sitting with a baby, and uh, she's herself with a bambino. And it's the first time that I had ever had a baby on a on a flight. So mm-hmm. I was kind of, I didn't know what happens. Like, do they have to go in a seat? Do you hold them? How do they get strapped in? So she's just holding it because it's a fuck. It's a proper bambino. So you get the bap it in its mouth. 
No. So the wind starts greeting, and there was a guy who's like in front on the other side, just turned around and went like, I mean, is there any way? And then this other guy who was like sitting behind just fucking went ballistic, man. Don't you even fucking start, mate. She's doing her fucking best, right? You'll be a fist in her. And I was like, yes, mate, fucking get out of cunt, man. I that always fucking don't throw you, you fucking cunt. <laughs> that, that's always a mate. Like, even when you're on trains and stuff like that, and, and there's like babe. Now, it's different if it's being neglected and like, you know, there's a child crying or a, Aye, and nobody's getting it. steaming, letting it run up and doing Paul Fox hair and that. Well, fucking open your mouth, mate. Like, nobody's getting nobody's My guts are dry, you're not getting a drink, you're weak, cunt. Go okay. get a vodka for the woman. The next woman giving you the sweets for free. <laughs> <laughs> look at, She's sucking her in, that's steaming. Yeah. Like, just look off the windies. <laughs> so, <laughs> Man, that's going to work. Go and fucking entertain yourself, you wee fucking muckbag. But, <laughs> you muckbag. But it's the fact that the woman's obviously, I hate it when you see people who are like, you know, young young mothers or even young fathers and they're a bit kind of, you know, anxious about the, they're in this environment where everybody's staring at them and they're mm-hmm. trying their best. And you're like, what, what do you want in my day? Aye. What do you want? Like, Louis C.K. used to have a good bit about just like fucking taking the weight and just smothering it and putting it to sleep and then just going, Is that what he's want? Is that what he's wanted? Right? There you go. I do apologize. Hold on. Fuck. There you go. Right. He's done now. You'll not make another sound. Like, I mean, I, what, what is it that people want you to do? Now, again, you can leave. Like, I've, I've done, thankfully, I've not done many. I've done gigs before, but it's like, you know, toddler parent and toddler shit, and you're meant to just do stand up, and then, but then usually if the kids are having problems, they, they leave. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So when people are like, oh, oh my god, that baby's been, well, you were away once and you made noise. Fuck up. Well, I think as well, I've been there, and also I've been the parent or one of the parents taking kids. But you're not. And, uh, man, not, and man. the thing it used to get me is when you had to take them into the wee bog to change a nappy, the thing it always always was in my mind to see if this plane goes down and I'm fin in a fucking airport uh, airplane toilet with baby shit all over me aye oh so this you've had to change your baby's nappy in an airplane oh, that's like and a different factor aye it's fucking mental because it's a wee it's almost in a triangle you can't really stun up on them usually nine times out of ten because it's but, the one at the back because they pick you at the fucking just back rinse it under the sink like a chicken no you obviously <laughs> it's <laughs> you hold up the hold fucking arse, shit bomb arse first under the, under the sink like you hold up, you fold up the fucking shit bomb, and then that goes in a wee bag that you take with you. If it, you can't get it in a bin there, and then also it's just hundreds of baby wipes to clean their ass because you can't clean them under a. You know, it's been a good, uh, it's been a good couple of months since I've done that. But uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's an interesting. A couple time of life. months. Uh, I always, I always find it amazing that we put we put a man in the moon, or did we? Let me talk about that in a second. <laughs> We've got fucking Ephron Musket with his electric motors, right? Uh-huh. But nobody can invent a nappy. Oh, here we fucking go. Nobody can invent a nappy that stops the shit going up their back. That's uh, impossible. Sadly, I remember once threw it my mate and he's it, it wee boy, right? He was sitting eating a pancake and a cafe. And I put my hand in the back of his head because he was just starting to get hair, right? So he had like a wee tuft of hair and I kept brushing it forward because it was coming over the front of his head. And I was laughing, right? I was like, here you go, wee man, get your comb over. And see when I done that, and then I brought my hand back round. I could smell something, right? And I looked at my hand, mate. I had shit all over my hand. And I was like, and I generally panicked because I'm like, what's happening? Shit, so you see. <laughs> see when we spun him round the chair, mate. It just exploded, and it had gone right up his back, like right Aye. up, and you see, damn it. So took him away out of the toilet to get him cleaned up. And they're like, how? How is this happening? Like, it's literally like as if he's done a shit, 
and then a fucking grenade's gonna happen and happen and he's just fucking sparking well, up the, the, the one of the tricks there you know speaking from experience Scott is if you did an Pressure app too tight if you don't give him a wee fucking bump at the bottom for it to collect the shite in it just fucking goes right up the back because I, I don't know many times we've done it wee man's run, rolling about the flare and all that goo goo gaga and then before you know it fucking shit all the back and the things that I'm sure folk with kids will realise is you maybe just change them and it's a fresh fucking bodysuit and fucking wee t-shirt or whatever it's all fucked it's all covered in shite you might have just put it on five minutes ago See, and I fucking can... fucking right up out the t-shirt that that must be the there must be so many points, like breaking points for young parents. When you just like you're stressed out your box, you've had a fucking mental day. You haven't sat down, you haven't stopped. You finally got him cleaned up, and you think right, ass himself, and then That's put it, him aye. down, Boom. and thirty seconds later, you shut all over again, and you've got aye. to do it all over again. Or you're plus, you just got a house that smells of shite and aye. clean washing. You've had a day of that stressing out, <laughs> then maybe you're going out with the boys or you're going out with the missus for a wee meal, get a babysitter and you're fucking dancer. You get to the restaurant, you sit down, you're like, oh, fucking what a day we've had there. Oh, leave up to the toilet and the missus goes, hey, you've got puke in the back of you. Because <gasps> you fucking gave the way and a wee, uh-oh, and they fucking puked on the back of your shooter. Oh. And you've been stoting about with that. Or shiting your fingers. Oh. Fucking beautiful, man. It's great. Hey, being a parent's great. Do you know what? It's all really thing, but, for the world. Oh, I man. I, I hope I get you off kids. Uh I'll see you a couple. See if you had see if you had spew in your back. I bet you somebody was like, mate, you've got sick in your back, pure disgust. You're like, oh we've we've got a new baby to be like, oh, just, that's love that's dead cute. Well, it's still fucking spew on his back, whether you think aye. it's cute or not. It's baby spew. Do you want to see my shitty fingers as well? Aye. <laughs> see, once I thought it was chocolate, I liked it half boy, but did I get a surprise? But uh, well, how did we get into that? For flying fucking planes oh, to, to oh, wings. Kids on, kids on planes. Kids on planes. What about, what about, did we get any audio messages Others, from... Uh, oh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Would that cheer you up, Scott? Would that cheer you up? No, no, no. No, no. Why keep talking to you? Uh, I'd like to say to everybody, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Listen, it can't all be gold because I tell you something, see episode 123, see now that I've listened back to it, that's actually one of the greatest episodes we've ever done. Mate, I, so was, uh, I was getting ready to put that out. I had tears rolling in my face. I was going, I can't even remember that. But it was like fucking fire. Started you know right off I, the bat, we started greeting laughing. <laughs> I couldn't remember any of the sweet corn stuff until I listened back to it. I couldn't completely forgot about it. The hazmat suit made it a sweet corn. <laughs> <laughs> Indestructible. Mate, see how we were talking about <laughs> doing the hashtag 24 hour thing? Uh-huh. So I, I went down a mad fucking rabbit hole on Saturday afternoon when I was looking for stuff I, it's not going to happen anytime soon but, but when it happens it'll be great and it needs to happen of course it will me and you 24 hours in, in. Chernobyl fuck right off <laughs> mate you can get trips now and you can go into the reactor come back <laughs> with fucking a third <laughs> no, testicle or something mate it's safe man Everybody that goes come You got a sweet corn suit. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go, man. We need to do that. Barbecuing in fucking Chernobyl. That would be amazing, man. That's insanity, man. Oh, that, I just think that would be so See, cool. The, the flight to Russia is fucking absolutely ages. What's well, in Ukraine? Is it no? That's it. Fucking yeah. Well, you know, let's get fucking Amsterdam out of the way first. Ease me in, fuck's let's, sake. Let's do the Stoned in Amsterdam, going, oh, you're my next flight. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine as in hazmat suits inside the reactor. Like, we'll cool with the hashtag show. <laughs> All right. 
called an episode. Aye. <laughs> Seems to be a lot of uh, ele- there's a lot of electrical, <laughs> a lot of electrical feedback in here. Uh, excuse me, I'm not making on uranium. Did you just hear that Geiger counting? Aye. <laughs> oh, here. Look, get away from my ball bag. I started watching a program the other night, um, and it's it's good. I just I started watching it too late. It was at like three in the morning, so I need to go back and. Uh, at least watch the last episode. It's called Kingdom. You ever heard of it? I have. S- I might have seen it, but I've. Chinese. I'm aware of it. Chinese, Chinese boys. No. Uh, like in the old fucking dynasty days. But it's all about zombies. Oh. And it's great, man. And let me tell Is you for why. It's a series. Two series of it are out. So it's called Kingdom, right? What, now, what channel are we talking Netflix. Books, you get in hooky books as well. I, I got it. Is it, in my is it box. one subtitles? They're all talking bing bong, but it's subtitles. So, it's subtitled, I right, subtitled, right. but it's um, <clears throat> so it's set in like ancient China, where it's all like the you know like kind of Game of Thrones, like the, all the different kings exist within the kingdoms, uh-huh. right? Yep. Uh huh. So the king dies, or you don't know the, if he's dead. Fucking bathtubs, not all wearing the good gear, the... mate. Right, like the pure man. All the robes, not the big swords. Right, oh, pure like fucking wax on, wax off. Or they guys, right, terracotta pots, man. All that stuff. King's dead, or is he dead? You don't know. You think oh. he's ill. Prince turns up, crown prince, he's like, why to see my dad? And they're like, you're not seeing your dad. They're like, I think my dad's dead, and this is a cover-up. Your dad's no dead. You're just not getting to see him. Next minute, something gets, zombie. something gets by the wee fucking paper windies, and they're like, oh, what, what's that, man? Dad's a mad zombie. And then what happens is everybody that keeps getting killed comes back as a zombie because that's what happens but it's good because see when the zombies are attacking them and it's purely like feeding on them they're, they're munching them it's no it's no like you know sometimes when you watch horror films with zombies and it's like really over the top and you like see people's guts getting ripped out uh, you're like, yeah. they're just doing that to try and shock you shock it's you. No, you don't see any of that it's just like they move dead fast and they're like fuck mate it's great so Here, get into it and it's like all the, the old temples and stuff and it looks the business and they did know that um, fucking fun food or the fung fu, mate. Fung, oh, fung fu, wrong. kung fu, kung right, pang, everything. Right, fucking zombie, isn't it? Mate, what, there's a bit like, see, because obviously it's it's uh, it's Chinese and it's filmed in China, like made by a Chinese company, that some of the fight scenes in it are sensational. Aye, mate, because you've got all the technology in that, no? They've got fucking... Because they're dead I mean, wee, bone density, they can fling about. Throne, throne stars and that, nunchat. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, but if you're looking for something to watch, give it, give it a swatch. Kingdom. Here's the thing I don't get with the zombie genre, which I guess I'm zombie, don't we? But I will give that a go. It's worth it. Right. You're a zombie, right? I'm, I'm a no. zombie. Oh, right. oh, you've bit me, right? You uh, are uh, Hold on. Right. Let me ask you this, right? We're, we're, make, we're making the hashtag zombie movie, right? Right. It's Marlon DJ Gibble. Right. Uh, we're the survivors. We, we've done a podcast. We've came out the studio, the fucking world zombies. Right. Right? That's the, that's the film. Right. And we've got to get to... Uh, Ayrshire Lodge number one that is the safe zone Aye. Right? no the mother, the mother Lodge in Kowinan number nothing the Mother Lodge in Kowinan if we can get from the hashtag studio to the Mother Lodge in Kowinan we, we're, we're safe right? we reset the crystals and save the that's world that's it and then we fucking cancel the, the, the birthstone and everybody's no zombie anymore right so that's the movie okay the zombies are they fast moving or are they slow moving well after because 28 days, that, that kicked the genre hang up. I know, because when scary. I was young, zombies were like, ah, just, zombies. They were like drunks. They were Aye. like a drunk uncle. Aye. Trying to find a bed after the party. 
But no. Look, try again, yours. After oh, 20 days listening. later, zombies are like refugees uh, running for, for the boat to Dover. Olympic sportsman. <laughs> Isn't it? What, what rigor mortis? <laughs> Remember that hey, bit? They're, that all, they're, <laughs> they're all coming over the hill, man. They're, they're, it's like sheep, pure herding them. I'm like, they're not fuck, man. They're moving. Hey, boys, they're are fucking, moving. Yeah, there's all these starving, man. We better so, get out of here. We better scarf. Are, are we having slow zombies? Are we having fast zombies? Well, just just for us to help us, maybe slow ones. I think so. I don't think we could outrun the fast ones. No. Imagine that, Mate, just coming from everywhere. I'd need to pretend as a zombie. I'd just be like, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> blend in, get to know them. They just fucking. Have a bit of chocolate on your face now. Got a lamb chops fucking on your finger, Matt. Just lap your. I went slow zombies, and I think I'd be a great film. I was trying to find Here, a way here's the it. thing that I'm saying this is the thing that always gets me with zombie films right so like, for instance you just let's say you are a zombie I'm a zombie and you right. bite and you bite me you're right? a zombie as a zombie you want to eat me not just I bite me you. so you're eating you're eating me and eating me when do you get to the point when you go right I'm, I've had I, I'm, oh I'm full now Brave. right how are people how do people oh, become I'm zombies I'm surely I surely <laughs> if you a, a zombie's I, lab no, no, that's me, boys. That's oh, me. Oh fuck! That's I can't, couldn't eat another thing. Oh no, I had two, two fat bastards this morning, and I'm fucking full up. I couldn't, I couldn't zombie anymore. I'm done. I, that's me finished. I couldn't do another ass cheek. I could oh. not do another ass cheek. Have you got a couple of wee toes? I'm partial a wee toe. Yeah, take a couple of fingers now up, up the roadways. But then that's the so, question. Like, like you see, that's how... what I'm saying to you. So you and a group of zombies eat me. Say there's fuck all left of me, and I'm just a heed. The tough bits. Ah, you're what, gone. What do you do? No, you're gone you're, then. So how is there zombies? How would how would how do like a group of zombies not just eat, eat everything? Why do they have to? So you're really a zombie's leftover, or a, a peckish a peckish zombie, a fussy See, fe- a fussy like, zombie? I just have a wee bite of him. I fuck it. I don't like him. Even if, what if we what if we get to we get to the, we get to the lodge right, and we we pay, place fucking uh, the Excalibur sword back in the uh, the the devil's handbook, and mm-hmm. and the curse is lifted. Are you then back to normal or are you like no, alive fuck- but you've got fucking chunks at you? You just fought dead because you're fucking... Because you're, you're, you've been chewed up. Uh, there's a cure. All right, but what about this airman in the leg that get eaten off? Don't worry about that. I'll no, go you back. Need, <laughs> you need to go and get two jags off AstraZeneca and you'll be fucking uh, ticket you'll be fucking fine. Watch out for the blood clots, but you'll be all right. It's, it's, like when, it's like sometimes when a vampire bites them and they die, but sometimes they become a vampire. How? <gasps> oh, mate. I had, I, mean? the best, I had the best dream ever that could oh. be an amazing film. Uh-oh. You want to hear this one? Right. How many women were in it? A, a, a few times. Hey, listen. There wasn't any sex in this dream. <clears throat> so maybe we end it right there. Midgets? A few times I've shared my dreams. <laughs> and they could be great books or or, or films, right? Yep. Check this one out, right? Talk to me. The world as we know it. Mm-hmm. Some people at certain times in their life realise... Yep. That this isn't the world they should be in. Okay. Now, they could be in a relationship that they don't want to be in. Right. They could be in a job they don't want to be in, a country, uh-huh. a situation <clears throat> a body. that they don't want to be in. And they realize this isn't the life they're meant to be living. Right. And they I have like to, they have to uh-huh. kill everybody to reset and start again. But only certain people realize that. Cut this to people who are in a position of work, relationships, and life that they enjoy, but they've not realised. 
it's the wrong situation. Because what you need to do, right, is everybody needs to kill each other down to the last man or woman standing and then they decide if it's reset, good or bad, right? So it could be a good person or a bad person. <clears throat> right? No, hear me out because it gets better, right? Yeah, I so, hope it does because you've lost uh, me. No, so listen, it's just carnage. So you could be in a relationship, loving relationship, right? Yeah. Everything's perfect. Yeah. Well, wait a minute, I don't agree with these folk killing folk. Why Why is these mass murders, wars, folk going into school killing people, right? You're going, what's going on here? Right. Then all of a sudden, you think I need to kill my wife, my wains, all my pals to reset this because this isn't right. We're, we're living life wrong. We're doing it wrong, right? There's that juxtaposition. There's just this endless struggle between what's right and wrong. People who realise that they are doing, are they going mad? No, there's a divine and fucking... They've got a guy. They have to kill everybody, right? Are you listen, losing it? It gets right down to wars, presidents, politics, relationships, situations what where does? you're questioning yourself, is this... Is this real life or is <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to kill everybody, man? Mate, you need to get slaughter. You, slaughter. <laughs> you need to get the doctor. You had me. See the first. See your first idea. I thought that was a great pitch. Mate, I, I, listen. I woke up right. Let, I, we, I've even played the fucking thing right. I thought I you were going to the, record the, that. The trans route. The trans. Trans route. People are like in the wrong body. Aye, that everything. <laughs> Have you have you made a voice note of this? Aye, man. You it fucking blew, it blew my mind. I tell Maria in the morning, and I think I kind of scared her. No wonder. I had a dream of you had to kill my wife, my wings. Ideas for a book number oh. five hundred sixty-five. <laughs> so, at a certain point in your life, you realise that you need to kill everybody because you're knowing the life that you're meant yeah. to be, as you're knowing your soul, where your soulmate, or whatever. But people get to a certain age and a realisation. Some people later than others. And then everybody has to start killing everybody else so as it can reset and kill everybody in the world. And it's not until everybody in the world is dead that then it resets and the last person to be killed or the last person standing before they kill themselves has to decide, you know, if it's good or evil to continue the next round. <laughs> questions you could think you were your soulmate and then be fighting for survival or you could be in some job you hate or some lifestyle you hate and be eager to kill or you could just be undecided <laughs> and on the run I'm on the run just mad slaughter but a lot of <laughs> questions asked Mate, <laughs> that's my book pitch to Martin Mate, Mate basically that is Martin right? That's not right, man. Slaughter, man. Slaughter. Right, so listen, every cunt's got to kill every cunt till there's one cunt left, and that cunt's like, was this a good idea or a bad idea? Know what I mean? I can't even articulate. Uh, that's that's my problem. But in my mind, it's possibly the greatest so movie ever made. Are you thinking that the idea being that because there's so much pain and destruction in the world that the thing you do it? <coughs> woo! <laughs> is to kill everybody and no. the last person standing gets to decide whether to reset humanity there's so much pain and destruction in the world because this is the thing this is the thing or could it be people have realised they're in the wrong situation it's, it's no right so they have to, they've realised that they have to kill everybody to reset and start again and this has been going on forever we get to and, and it's not until we actually get get it right 
and reset it, we can all get the lives that we've all no no wish, but the right life for us. You can you can but that's that's part of, of being alive is that you, you make wrong decisions in life and you yep. you meet wrong people and then you meet the right people. But or we, you, and you get to a point where you just accept the fate you're in and go, Well this is me till I die. But then you just go, oh, I'm gonna kill every cunt. <laughs> just go, ah, I'm not I'm not it's the matrix I'm in a different reality and and, and my old tell is that I'll just have to kill every cunt no one I wasn't happy about it but I went along with it I think you need to go and speak to a therapist and explain these dreams and have it really, a professional it really, a professional I never tell to, you uh, no I'm not it having urges to kill anybody I'm just going how when you think about that what I pitched to you there right that's nonsense. How, no, it's no nonsense. But <laughs> fucking masculine killings, wars and all that, you're going, somebody somewhere has realised this is wrong. We're knowing the body, we're knowing the life that we're meant to be in and they're trying to reset it. And no. then, you, you, it comes to a time no. in your life, you actually, it's like, oh, you realise, <laughs> fucking hell, no, this is wrong, stop. I need to fight for what's you right. You're no right. You're no right. There's it's no a fucking book, pitch. It's not what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> it's a shite book. Is that a colour in it? Oh, but at least five pages. And well, free, freedom, freedom's like introduction. And then there's a no. colour in it. The, the, bit, the, big whole, the whole book is everything you just said over two pages and then 20 pages of ultrasonic merch and how you, how you get back. <laughs> one, one page verified item for my merchandise. No, That's I'm a not, fucking cheap, I'm not, That's a cheap shot. I would, I would not invest in that book. I would, I would ask you to leave I'd the publishing house. Do you want for nothing, man? <laughs> oh, in that case, in that case, I'm in. I'll invest. I want uh, fifty thousand pounds for five percent of my business. Mister Spielberg, can I call you, Steph? So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you can put yeah. your on it. I know, I know you like him, but it's all about killing guns. Yeah, Spielberg, I've got a film for you, right? <laughs> Just one question: Was George not a real shark? Spielberg. <laughs> I saw you. Yeah. I saw you setting me pictures of that shark, and you—that's not a real one, is it? Yeah, Spiegelberg. I sat for two years at Schindler's Fist, and can I just tell you, mate? I didn't <laughs> think that boy was going to get it up his ass, but he didn't. Ed, man, somehow he beat the Nazis. Unbelievable movie. Oh, you didn't make that one. <laughs> Steph, want- my my favourite film of yours is um, what's the one with that old guy with a hat in the cave, isn't it? In the cave? Aye. What? He's dad, Sean Connery. <laughs> Indiana Jones? Aye, that's it, man, right. See that, man? That's mega. How long did it take you to film that? He's dad, Sean Connery. Did you go to Africa to get all the, um, all the sun in that? In the caves? I saw I saw a good clip with Harrison Ford where old Spiegelberg was getting uh, put into the, is it the AFI, the, the like, the Hall of the Lifetime Achievement Award and and Harrison Ford was on speaking so Harrison Ford walks out and then they play the end of the Jones music and Harrison Ford just stands at the podium and he goes everywhere I go that fucking song follows me and then they're all pissing us out laughing man because they think that he's going to quit and be like pure, oh speak he's serious but he's just me. a fucking disgruntled guy man so everywhere I go that fucking thing follows me man it's like every time I enter a stage every time I leave a stage they play that did fucking did song did it did it fucking hell but here's the thing did you see the one middle like hey it's so exciting they've announced um, the possibility of Indiana Jones fucking 27 what was your first reaction and he was like 
How much? much? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how much am I getting paid? That's why I like Harrison Ford, man, because he's just like, how much? Man, I'll do it. How much am I getting paid? Is he still going to be Alan McBeal? I don't know, man. He had an earring and I just, I went half of him and he started kicking about with an earring and it was the fucking worst looking thing ever. I, I used yep. to like him when he was Han Solo. I thought he was the coolest cunt ever, but see, as an adult watching back that early Star Wars, you can see he's gone. He, he's, his deadpan acting is because he's gone, what the fuck's going on here? But Talk he, to like a furry dog and all that. <coughs> uh, he, he's, he's the one that probably got the best deal out of that by like having a, having a massive career after it. Whereas like, what's his face? I can't remember his name. Like Skywalker was just, is just Skywalker forever. Like what uh, else has he done? Mark Hamill, what else has he done? He just bitches about Star Wars. And it, he <laughs> just pops up and bitching about Star Wars. I mean, hey, Han Solo was like, I'm not talking to a dog, right? Right? Fuck up, you, you cunt. <laughs> That's what he does. He just pops up and talks about Star, Star Wars. What else has he got to do? Who, who do you, they had the, the Oscars was on the other night. And I was trying to think, because Anthony Hopkins won an, won an Oscar, 83 year old. I'm going like, who do you think is the, is the coolest or the cool old dudes in Hollywood? Jack Nicholson. That's exactly what I was going to say. See, whenever anyone was fucking doubt, I was talking about like elder statesmen of Hollywood. I'm like, anytime anybody says like a cool old, I'm just going Jack Nicholson. But I bet he's fucked now. I bet he is fucked. Can you imagine the stories that Jack Nicholson oh, must mate. have? And the name of fucking God. He wouldn't even need to tell you a story. A bird could walk by and he'd just look at you, raise an eyebrow, and you're like, I know Jack. <laughs> you bumped her up the far too, big man. You team ganged her a lot, man. You. <laughs> The Hoff. <laughs> Big Jack going through all his back catalogue. Is there any way to add to the end, Jack? The ups and downs, Jack, hear that? <laughs> when they change your fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great, but just get straight out of the Hollywood up awards. A big cigar, a big fat cigar. You can't smoke that in here, Michael Nicholson. Shut your mouth, kid. You know Michael Jackson? What did you call him? <laughs> Jackson. Michael Jackson. <laughs> Excuse me, Mike, Michael Jackson. Wow. It's fucking Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking moon walks on and just goes like that. <laughs> it, it ain't a Michael Jackson, man. I'm an Michael Jackson. He was in one floor of the cuckoo's nest and then he painted himself brown and they sell hundreds of fucking records all over the world and done a moonwalk. <laughs> such he's such a good actor, man. Have you ever seen a film? It's called About Schmidt. Yes. Where he, pl he plays, mate, that is fucking next level genius. <laughs> See the bit he's in the camper van and the woman's just been nice to him and he just thinks she's coming on to him and he tries to get after him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I relate it to that. I, cause I, think, I get that. You know, like you're fucking, you're, and as he does, still think he's fucking, he's just the, the guy in his brain. You know, like the 17 or the 20 year old guy that you think you are. And it was just a, a younger woman being nice to somebody who she perceived to be an elderly man, and he thinks she's fucking fancying him coming on to him. Fucking I wonder, amazing, I wonder if, like, when you're, really, when you're really old, do you still think you're, do you still think you're young? I think you still. Listen, it's going to come to you, right? Kids are a great reminder of that. You think you're fucking still happening? Me and you's chatting, right? I think I'm fucking. I'm. I think I'm me, and then I'll talk to the Waynes, and I'll realise I'm a fucking. Sad dad. I'm an no, old dad. No, but you're, but you'll, you'll always be to to your kids. You'll always be the, you'll always be a dad. You'll always be an old man. 
Mate, you're still happy, man. Yeah. I am still happy, man. That she yeah. and like talk to him in the range and, and Listen, the fucking bows. You still, like, you huh? still get your head here. Zip up hoodie for you that old man gear. <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> I must admit, I'm, I'm not a fan of the zip up hoodie. Well, I'm, zip up hoodies were my favourite go-to item, and not that long ago, my daughter went, "What are you doing, my zip up hoodie? That's pure dad gear." And now I'm fucking wearing zip up hoodies and going, "Is this fucking cool? Is this what old dads wear?" I'm fucking lost. I don't know what's going on. You need to get back into 40, you black boys. You need to help me out. My wins are slagging me rotten. I need yeah. a hit. I need hit to toe makeover, boys. Come on. Then, then just come out and all the fucking multicolored gear and all that. <laughs> hey, you guys. Taking, you got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. <laughs> I, think, I think as you get older, you think you just stick to what you're comfortable in and that's the shit. You, you know how all the old guys used to get the old guys in the fedora hats and the suits? That's what they were comfortable in when they were young. I, I, I are, think, I'm going to be like jeans and fucking Converse and a fucking jumper. I, I think when I'm, when I'm an old guy, well, I mean, what are we talking like 70 plus? If you get there. Of course you'll get there, mate. You'll lift it 100. We all will. I, I love your confidence. Mate, we're not going to lift it 100. They, they can't die anymore. They had to fucking invent a pandemic to no, kill country. No, on your watch. No, on your watch. No, mate, here, no, on your watch. You're dreaming everybody's getting shot and slaughtered. In the mouth. <laughs> 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 You get three wishes and you know what that is. <laughs> I think that I'll be slacks, <laughs> an open neck shirt, open neck shirt, and a nice, a nice bit of knitwear. I think that'll be my attire as an old man. Because you, because you'll be cold. Old people are always cold, right? So you need something. Aye. You need to layer up. So I think I'll be a nice, nice pair of trousers, open neck shirt, and a and a cardigan. I'd maybe go for the old kind of cool suits and that. Because when you're old, you can get away with that hats. Uh, you can't let shoes and all. Like hard, you know, old men always wearing shoes. Never, never see an old man in a pair of trainers. No, and maybe they should wear trainers because then they'd be able to fucking no complain about their sore feet. I know, but maybe they need a hard sole to keep their fucking their meat. They've in. got a hard sole, man. He's been through the wars, man. <laughs> Jake, we'll do that when we're older. Like when we're in the age, like I mean, yeah, I live through a war. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just tell war stories, that. Aye. I remember when I, mean, that... I was wee man, the fucking when I went over the top of the battle of the boy, and I was like, where the fuck, <laughs> Billy boy? <laughs> yeah, go and get get your grandpa a beer. See when I was in the Falklands. Are you in the Falklands, Papa? Aye, um, rescuing I wa- the puppies. I watched it for the TV, right? And I was also in the Iraq war. And then, see all that weapons of mass destruction? I had to, I had to put an end to that. I wasn't <laughs> happy about it. You've been in all the wars? I watched it for my TV. Papa, Nana says you're talking shit. You've never been in a war. <laughs> been married to her 40 years, son. That's a fucking war every day. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you been in a war? You ask her how I met her. I Aye. fucking she was a refugee, man. I fucking <laughs> I, I after we bombed our country, I seen her and I we glint her eye and I was like, you come with me, I'll, I'll take you back out of the tune no, and you'll be fine now. <laughs> Just keep 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 me cooking up with that foreign muck. I love it. Is that what you she says, son? Eh? Is that what your nana says? Nobody in a war, eh? <laughs> Let me tell you, me, man. I've been in her trench twice a week since 1932, all right? Okay. Oh, that wee man. Finish off your papa. There you go. Your nana says your papa's a lying cunt. You go, and, you go and ask that fucking here how she get that lump. Go and ask her right to her face. It's get God her, is my get witness. Get her in here. Get her in here. Tell, tell me what you just tell the way. In English. In English. 
<laughs> no, I'll be like that with the grandmas. See, this one night, um, Eric Pritz dropped calling me <laughs> and I had two Eckies in us. Out my fucking banger at the Arches in Glasgow. That was a nightclub. I used to go every weekend. Magnet. You see, yeah, yeah. Right, right, Dad. Right, gives the means back. So Larry the Lamb went. <laughs> <laughs> see your Uncle Gibbo. I was with him the first night. He was eating his nut and coke, right? And I, I just found him in the fucking shit he was talking, man. And he was saying that fucking your uncle Ross was the Scottish Adele man. He's not on Charlie. Great nights, great nights. Right, here's fifty p to fuck off, right? That be. Think you get you, in your head you like a cool grandpa, and then the winds will be in the motor like you're looking forward to seeing your papa and all that. See if he tells me one more time about a DJ that brought a flask of coffee a gig. I'm going to fucking graph my nut. I hear this story every... And then he turned up with a flask of coffee, so I was like, music's dead in this country, man. I'm not wise saying me, Grandpa. He just talks about taking Ian going to the Archies. <laughs> just, just, what just is the Archies? Humor him. What the Night fuck's club? the Archies, now? <laughs> he always goes on about the Archies. What is it? Oh, just humor him, man. He's Every way well. he drives us somewhere, he'll point to an old fucking building and tell us a DJ down there. <laughs> I just humour him, just fucking say, is that right, is that right? He told me he'd done a gig in a pirate ship last week, I was like, he's half his fucking nut, man, what's he talking about? <laughs> hey, come on up, sit man, I'll bounce you money. See, the first time I ever tried ketamine. Fucking hell, what a trip, man, I was at my... <laughs> right, Dad, keep the wings back. Uh. Twinkle, twinkle, all oh, right, there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Little <laughs> star, how I was mad with it. Wonder what you are. It's got to be done, man. Whoa. What are you back? You still not fixed that lead? Hello. Ah, oh, he's back now. Won't you? See when he's game boys, right? Google a boy, Jimmy Savile, right? Now, ignore a lot of the stuff, but tell you, he's with two decks, man, so he could have songs going simultaneously. It's a fucking he was the first man. fucking DJ to do that, man. Who was who was the boy? And I'm I am sorry that I've forgotten his name because I absolutely love this keeps coming and going, doesn't it? No, I, I, we dropped there, but don't let it get to you. I absolutely love the where's it date? One two, one two, one two. There he is. Get a uh, fucking new lead, man. I know Scottish. times are hard. Mate, I've got I've got an early, but it's the same lead as this. Is that because Walter Smith gave you that in 86? Aye, uh, really. Uh, Scottish guy used to run a YSA. Is it a love night or a love love club? DJ Scooby. He's, That's still one of hero. the best. Do you know what it is? It's like, see, because I have got... Obviously, like you, you're involved in, in the music industry. Uh, I was involved in comedy for a short brief time. You're having a hiatus. I I just always, and I don't know if it's because I feel like I've got an old soul, but I, I just hate the way that most creative industries, it's all about like the the new and the young and everything's geared towards youth. And like when I would meet some of the older guys who'd been like gigging in the 80s or even earlier than that, and I'm like, why Why are these people no household names? And why these are the guys and, and these are the women who should, you know, who should be given far more respect than they get. And like, when I listened to that interview that you did with that DJ Scooby, I'm going, how is this guy not has known across? And I know that every industry will have characters like that that are like, you know, gods within the industry, but 
Mate, I said you're right. I could have listened to him talk. That could be a whole series. Like, because you were talking about like going back to like. Obviously, I don't know the clubs, right? Because I've no. I was. Ibiza's no man. You're fourteen. Is it Mambo? Is that the club he set up? Or was? And I'm going. See when he's talking that, I'm going. I want to know more about that. I want to talk about that for an hour. Like, I want to know what was that like. He's his book. You don't read books, but do you? Have you got an audio version? I think you're right, man. Mate, I'll give you a go. Give you his book. What's it called? DJ Scoop in, in the hood? The joy Scooby of the ride. The joy, the of, joy of the ride. But what guys like Scooby, and probably like you said, quite rightly so, in, in all sort of industries, is there's always somebody who, who fucking cuts down the trees and makes the path and, and kind of... And, and that's that nice kind of, But that's what it is. And then once somebody's made the path, every other cunt runs through the tap of them. And yeah. Cuts right to the fucking stardom, or or you know gets to there quicker. But it, you need guys like Scooby. It fucking really forges the path, be it in music, comedy, art, whatever you know. And it's they guys that are also always, always kind of almost overlooked because everybody's ran out of the fucking tap it mm-hmm. to get to where they want to be without recognizing the folk that fucking done the things, said the things, wrote the things, painted the things, made the things that fucking was never allowed or impossible or seemed impossible. And he's one of the guys. <clears throat> I, I, just, I, just lo- I just loved the interview. It was brilliant. I just love listening he's, to him talk. I, I speak to him probably once or twice a week and even now his attitude is fucking brilliant. He phones you up and it sounds corny or whatever, but he phones you up and he starts or ends the conversation with a shit joke. And Amazing. he's always done that. <coughs> and Amazing. it just, it does two things. It either sets up the conversation in a good mood or it ends the conversation in a good mood. That's a really start then. I'm telling you, but Two nuns and a priest walk into a bar. It was great. And, 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 and not just because of me, but after he's done uh, he's done his book he's done the, the TV show we've done the podcast I've done the love night with him he's got, vibed up to write music and he's got an album coming up he's been right. fucking walking, walking away on an album so he's just back to doing it once but he had to be ready mentally because he's had these fucking demons and nobody able to do any of that shit because it triggers things in him but now he's wearing control things and you know it, it's just a fucking I, I, I hate a heavy talent, man. You know, lovely guy. <laughs> Somebody I, I look up to. I've done for years, no? I'm a heart, man. My, my captain, that's uh, what is it? Is there any, is there any Scottish DJs or, or, or British DJs that have a connection to Glasgow that are fucking loaded? I am. I'm sure a lot of big, big. Well, no, not connection to Glasgow, but connection to Scotland. Calvin Harris, multi-millionaire. Right, there's a perfect example, right? But did did Calvin Harris grow up in the music scene? Like, what the point I'm trying to get to is, I can't understand how nobody within the dance world has tried to buy the arches. Because. The probably has been. The, I just can't. I can't figure it out. probably has been, but it's no allowed to be. It'll, I think one day it'll come back around to being a dance club. But for now, it suited the agenda for Glasgow City Council to shut it down. It look as if they're doing 
their bit to have stop this fucking war on drugs and fucking, you know, youths were dying and the ecstasy problem and all that. I think it was a a crass move by Glasgow City Council to so it looked as if they were doing something. I think it's a disgrace. And 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 I, and I get it's it's I don't know how it's happened. I, I've obviously allowed somebody to sneak in in my social medias, but I'm I'm seeing a lot of stuff being posted about the arches, and I'm just like, what the fuck are these cunts talking about? And also, how is it, I just think it's an absolute disgrace that it's been allowed to go the way it's went. Well, it's open. Well, it's no new, but it was open there, and it will be as like a fucking a, a Nazi fucking place and the day food and all that I've no set foot back in it since he closed it no but it, seem, it seems as if and I had a conversation with somebody yesterday which I'll no, I'll no say who it was or what it was about but it was regarding Creative Scotland and it does feel as if like when people say like it's still an arts venue like, it's almost as if, as if it's it's type it's the type of art that the middle classes will accept and it's no. like people Aye, people seem to have aye, this idea aye. that it's dance that music or night, aye, <clears throat> dance music or nightclubs or even like because what the conversation I was having is that this person was refused funding by Creative Scotland because they said they weren't the grassroots enough or what they were doing for Glasgow wasn't the grassroots and it's like a venue that's supported unsigned unknown artists for years aye. and it's like even when so Creative Scotland don't class comedy as an art form whereas considering that in Scotland, it's probably the biggest known art form that we are famous for. But again, if it's you're, like, if, unless you're taking cheese and wine and hanging about with the right fucking assholes, oh, you're getting fuck all. And that's just how it is because even though they say uh, we help fucking poor areas and fucking encourage the arts, unless you're cheese and wine in, a, in, a, in, in that fucking middle class, almost social elite fucking groups, you're getting fuck all. It's, a, it's amazing how, like, how, e how ecstasy has always been banded as like the working class or like you know the kind of scum drug do you know what I mean like when it, whenever whenever there's a thing about like music festivals or drugs it's always like it's it's the word ecstasy that's still like that old fashioned thing it's associated with oh, it must just been a bunch of young dafties taking ecstasy you're like what the fuck he's talking about it's almost as if like the, the media and, and some people within Glasgow City Council well, and other councils have this idea that whenever you went to a nightclub as soon as you walked in the door the guy was like right that's you there's you Ricky alright yeah, oh, oh, oh. it's fucking madness that is mate that is young folk like, come up with all, up, up with all the, the best ideas they take the biggest risks they change the world and then they themselves become the old folk who despise the young folk. That's the fucking sad reality. Yeah. It feels as if sometimes, especially in Scotland, that one, we are afraid to... We're afraid to promote the things that make us different. So we try and, and make ourselves fall in line with like, the rest of the UK. or Because, like, see, when I was young, so when I was 16, I, I was never really, like, obviously, like, I never had the same experience as you growing up. Like into music and then lived my, my early 20s I went to nightclubs from 14 till about 19 then I started working the doors at 19 and then that was me after I finished doing the doors at 21 I was done with nightclubs but that kind of teenage years growing up when you were in Glasgow every weekend so I would have been like 15, 16 at a time like the clubs in Glasgow were fucking huge but without knowing you had the Arches 
you had bonkers, which was an absolute nightmare, but it was still packed inside. And then our chaos, which when you think of the size of that, that was fucking monstrous, that club. Mm. And now what what is the what is in Glasgow now? There's, there's club no, there's, well, SWG3. Yep. Um as in I'm just talking about to replace the arches. And that's running and that's getting everything that's brilliant. It's 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 new, the new arches. But there's going to probably see, come a see, time when, when the powers that be turn on them and shut them down. No, because I think as, a, as, an out, as an outsider looking in, it does, and I don't know anybody at w, SWG3, whatever the fuck it's called, right? But from the outside looking in, it feels as if they are going middle of the road, let's, let's appeal to the middle classes. We'll allow some kind of raves, but we want the painted murals and the outdoor markets and the uh, I, that. I mean they've got they've got, they're appealing to the, like any business they're appealing to a wide but the arches did that I know really encouraged the arts helped the arts SWGT you know I know the guy who owns it and stuff like that it's, it is a fucking great I, w- I remember I went to see a stand I went to see a stand up show in the arches and I remember being in it thinking why have I never been in here for a, a show before because what a fucking space there's what a space to perform man it's just, it's just the fact that your voice can carry. It's, it's, it's not like when you go to. So like I go, I always go to Eden Court every year in Inverness, right? Because I, one, the staff are amazing, and I just love, I just love the venue. So I play, oddly, One Touch Theatre. It's called weird name, but it's this beautiful, new modern theatre, right? Two hundred and twenty seats, and it's absolutely stunning. There's not a there's not a bad seat, there's not a bad viewpoint. But the only thing is when you are in the audience or even when you're on stage, you are very conscious that you are speaking through like, you know, a million pound system, a very modern system, in that your voice almost sounds digital. So the way that all the speakers are set up, like there's even if you are right up the back or you're on the balcony, you can hear perfectly like crystal clear. Like Whereas headphones when, on or something. Aye, that's what it's like because the way that this... I don't know what the fucking sound system is, but every time you go to the guys, like, this is one of the greatest fucking sound systems in the planet. Whereas you go to somewhere like the Arches, and you're going, there's a mic, there's a speaker, and just the natural acoustics of it just make it sound as if the man's inside my head talking to it. It's fucking beautiful, you know? That's why I like old things. I like old... Only old Arches. I'm sure you could still get a, a gig in the Arches. I don't want it, mate, I don't, I don't think it's right what they've done. You know? Do you want the flair to be covered in the race sweat, glasses, and so a wee tenor bags here and there? Folk of get rid of that. It just, do you know what it feels like? It feels like, obviously, I've been in it since it shut down, right? But the very first time I went in, I went with my, with my mum, and she's like, let's go and do the wee food market. And I'm going, and I'm going, I remember that it used to be a bar, and oh, fuck, they've put a wall there, you used to be able to walk around here. And I'm going, it feels as if they've done everything they can to completely erase its history instead of embracing it instead of like moving on and saying this is just a new stage in its life but here's what it used to be or even having a part of like almost a museum or having murals inside it to say like here's some of the amazing people who performed here no it feels like it's almost it feels like if you go in and you say to them what did this used to be well it was lying empty for a hundred years and then we Mm. came along put a food market in it that's what it feels like some dudes wrote a book about it so hopefully they've interviewed a lot of big DJs and a lot of big artists and the dinner you know, you? No, they didn't, man. No, well, well, we bit upset you. about that. You know what I mean? Because I was like, <clears throat> I, I went to that club as a raver when it first opened, no, and then I went for like being a raver to like, you know, 
doing playing for the television chart writers, whatever it's called in there doing that and then how, I was how like did that? to headline in the main in the main thing and closing it and nobody even said, Hey, what do you think of Archie's? And I went, it was great, thanks. How did that how did that feel going from being in there as a punter to then then you're like gigging it, like closing it? Dream come true, because in there raving, you're going, I'd fucking love to play in here. I'd wreck the gaff, and then Dana and wreck the gaff. Right. Circle of life. Elton John. Oh, man, it's good, isn't it? That's a buzzing. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, see you later, yeah. We need to fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Signing out now. <laughs> <laughs> we need to... Uh, you know these uh, council Listen, people this are really enjoying this episode this is, this is, hey, this is, this is real man you this know? is fella this is you, fella you, you'll go on some podcasts and they'll be like here uh, let's just cut and edit mate this is real this is it this is how we're feeling this keeping it real real life I want um, to give a shout out to everybody all the patrons who have recently joined the old uh, the old hashtag show uh, do you want I, do some, uh, I, I do that in such a way as uh, I give them a shout out do you want some so, audio sh- questions Aye, but I'm going to quickly. I'm going to give All you, right. you mention that, to I'll, the heroes I'll who have signed up. up and you queue up things. So these are the people who have just recently joined and became hashtag <clears throat> heroes. Big shouts and thanks going out to Jerry Johnson, John Doherty, Chris Miles, Tom Hathaway, Jordan Price, Richard, Reggie Craig, Gordon Reggie Campbell, Craig. Reggie Craig, <laughs> Reggie Craig. Do I came you here know for a proper fucking shootout. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon Campbell, Craig Sharp, Paul Duffin, Cy Doherty, Daniel Mark Stobo, Beth McCafferty, Stuart McCall, Chris Shaw, Jen S, Paul Allison, Andrews. Thank Stuart, you for becoming heroes. The Stuart McCall. Uh, Stuart McCall. Who is the Stuart McCall? Ex-Rangers <laughs> Stuart McCall. Probably is, man. Uh, his his uh, email is smccall1690 at hotmail.co.uk <laughs> <laughs> but thanks teaching everyone you for, for becoming a patron this month means a lot to me and Scott it really it does, does. Indeed. Uh, right I'm just getting these set up I've got quite a few I know you love a good voice I message love these man Lo- I love- do, you, do you want to know something very exciting yes I have got five uh, voice messages for you from heroines? No. One is from a heroine. It's her first, no, her second, a second uh, voice question from a heroine. Is it what came first, chicken or egg? <laughs> no, it's not Jillian. No. Jillian's not in the back in touch. Jillian, get in touch. Just, let us know. Was, let us know, I, if, let right. know how, if you sorted that one out. Let us know if you survived that slagging you got as well, Jillian, because people are generally worried about you. Uh, uh, we did rip, rip the arse. <laughs> what it is, right, is <laughs> what came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. I'll tell you, Jillian, I think it was... Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> will, we, will we just jump straight into these? Straight into those if you've got it working. Oh. What, is it, what is that buzzing noise? Can you hear that in the headphones? Maybe the beginning of recording. No, it's not. I've not even played it yet. It's just when I plug in. Is that, is that electrical interference? Is that what that is? Could be, you might have a mobile phone in the nearby vicinity. I do have a mobile phone. Could be that, son. No. That's made absolutely no difference. Oh, well. Right, this one is from um, Glenn McPherson. Uh, Glenn's message is as follows. 
If it plays. Anthony McPherson still oh let's start again sorry that was that was my fault <laughs> here we go Glenn McPherson uh, for the hashtag show audio couple of weeks on boys and Anthony McPherson still a council scumbag <laughs> Wee question for the boys today have you got any irrational fears I hate the sea I hate every fucking thing in the sea and I'm no going in <laughs> <laughs> all the best <laughs> Uh, Anthony McPherson is still a council scumbag. Unbelievable. Even after his last call out, he's still a council scumbag. Still still scurrying about the shadows. What what I don't understand is how how can people still be like how can you listen if to your this, mates called you? After how can you listen to the, the council episodes, laugh your wee socks off and still be how can you like even if, even if I was like even if I'm in my, the situation that I'm in, even if somebody else was in the same situation as me, you know, their career ripped out from under their feet, can't get Hanging it in the balance, hanging by a thread. I mean, uh, will, will I get to fucking live again? I'd still be going, I need to know what is behind that wall. Aye. The hero's ep- fucking sanctity. For episode one, two, three alone, it's worthwhile signing up. For one pound, 100 pennies a week. Still Anthony McPherson. Have a word with yourself. So, Glenn is afraid of the ocean. Everything in it, everything that lives in it, everything about it. Get the sea! Get the sea! I, 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 uh, I think that's quite a common one for most people, aren't it? Being afraid of the, of the water. The open water. I don't like bird's feet or gerbil's feet or they wee cloy Why? Or old, old ninja horn's feet. <laughs> Freaks me the fuck out. What I is cannot, it? Is it? You don't I like don't even think about it now. If they talk, oh, fucking hell, man. If they... Is it hamster feet? Moving, aye. Moving on, what do you know? Like, Baked that's beans. what I don't like, right? Baked beans. There you go. Next but I'm one. No, I don't have an irrational fear of it. I just dislike it. I don't like enclosed spaces. No. Can't handle it. And see if, like, somebody put, <laughs> I was going to say, if somebody puts me in a box and I laugh, who's going to put beans. me in a fucking box? <laughs> we bake beans. I'm, like, I'm going to get in there and murder everybody. I don't like being in an enclosed space. I don't like it. I've done, like, you know, you're going to do like assault courses or stuff like that when you're younger. You're like, let's go do an assault course, man. And like having to crawl through like a wee space. Yeah, tunnel, man. Not that chance. Not Wait, that chance. This will freak you the fuck out. See, when you're younger, yep. I don't know why, up sort of, there's like Kerlaw where there's castles and stuff. And then I think there was something to do with, I fuck knows, but there was underground tunnels and a field that we used to play in, right? It was How all big? like, crawl through stuff, right? Nah, crawl through tunnels, wait. right? No, like, check this out, right? So for days, we bought up. Right, just let us put it in a wee bit. For days, we would crawl through these tunnels. No way. So there's guys in front of you, guys behind you. No. Right? And I remember once being in there, and I don't know if it was, this is how fucked my memory is there. I don't know if it was me freaking out or somebody in front of me freaking out. But I Did couldn't go stop? forward and get out and I couldn't go back. Mate. And it, we're in this fucking tunnel and freaking out and I remember, I need to fucking get out of here and it was heavy duty. Maybe it's no, I, couldn't, I don't know. It was fucking horrible. It. I would, I would freak out, and then when I, when I got out, I, I would have fuck, kicked fuck it everybody in there. Right. Well, so listen, to this. so finally go out, and then no that long after it, some of the tunnels collapsed, and a couple of folk died. Jesus, that's probably all you're panicking inside, knocking the foundations. Uh, Get me out of here. Oh, my, even thinking about it now, I've got a queasy feeling. Oh, so, I like. I just need. I need space. I can't handle that. See, like when you see like the the I'm a celeb stuff and they put them inside like coffins and Fuck shit. Fuck that shit. Fuck no that. No way. 
There was wee <laughs> holes along these tunnels where other boys were pouring Put down the in. baked beans. Hannah's <laughs> a glory holes. Hannah's a glory holes. These tunnels are <laughs> just boobies and baked beans everywhere. Everywhere I looked. I would rather be in a bath of boobies than a bath of baked beans. Can you imagine if you like, fell down a hole and the only thing like you could stop yourself with was just Hannah's erect penises? Amazing. Like, to grab onto <laughs> amazing. Why did I say up. amazing? <laughs> I didn't mean to say well, amazing. <laughs> I'll tell you why you say the music. Keep talking. It's helpful, homoerotic, and very exciting. <laughs> right, see see if you're going to climb out of like... A, a hole full of penises. Well, say you fall down like a well, mm-hmm. right? You're going you're gonna to need a fair size bobies because I've got a size 12 feet. I need a good ledge. I couldn't be wee... Right. I, no, like, but you get a moose. Like jumping. In your bum hole. <laughs> Man, you can deal with your ass and man, you're missing. Now I'm just gonna jam it up. Just edging your way up. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, that we've sorted that oh, one. I, I mean, that's I'd obviously like how you fucking, do the tunnel. You remember when Raul Gold climbs out the fucking mm. dark? I was born in the dark. That'd be me just, climbing it. And the only one child is born in the dark. The bad man. <laughs> I'd be standing at the boat and hang like. Come on, Batman, we can do this. Fucking right, here we go. But then, what if they start going soft? You need to keep them, keep them fucking. I need. <laughs> do you have your legs A wee pepper uh, shaker on the way up. <laughs> I'd be the ultimate workout, man. Fucking hell. I'd like to see Joe Rogan try to do that. Get me out there. I was born in the dark. You just up. get it. It's happening well. Fucking it. You're just drenched in spunk. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. I mean, what was that I climbed up with? Is your dad still doing that well? Listen, it's mental. Every time he gets to the top, he turns around and goes, oh no, I slipped, and then falls all the way back down again. Every, I'm like, I just grab the ladder, oh no, I've slipped, and he just falls all the way to the bottom. You think he'll learn, man, he comes home, he gets something deep, then he jumps in the well again. Don't know what the fuck's up there. Honestly, God, the, the well's only six feet deep, he can just stand up and lift his cell out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can see the fucking top of his it? Where's my dad? He's lying at the boat by some paddling pool, saying he's got to get, he's got to use all the bobbies to get out. What? I think he's lost it, mate. <sighs> there you go, Glenn. Uh, our irrational fears are being trapped in a well uh, with erect penises <sighs> to escape. Well, it's not a fear. It's it's a fear, and it's a C- confined it's a space. Confined space is definitely my one. Aye, mine's is fucking. I don't like even. Feet. Once a friend of mine went to. I don't know if it's a, a house or a castle or like. But it's some like kind of like uh, it's a place up in Scotland, and it's meant to be like the most haunted place in Scotland, right? And they take you into this bit like a big massive country house, and they've got effectively tombs underneath. So they had like a morgue. So it's like a, if you imagine a wall, and there's like twelve six by six <laughs> like oven kind of thing that you can put a body in. Mm-hmm. And it'll actually, if you go in there, you'll hear the fucking spirits and those people going inside heed first, so you're right fuck at the bottom. That. Fuck that. Not for all the tea in China would I do something like that. I couldn't handle it. Even things like over my Even heater. Even modern day morgues have got the tables you can pick your nah. the gurney. See, see actors doing that? I go, nah. Uh, nah. No, no chance. It's method, but I don't do it. That's how so. I don't get. See people who like put bags in their head and have a wank? I, no, can he? You ever tried it? No, mate, I couldn't. No, don't you know like it? I'd be like, nope, no, can't. No way. 
Right, next anyway, question. Glenn, thank you very much indeed for that. And, and we just person, go off on heavy tangents. Get a fucking grip yourself and become a hashtag hero. Uh, right, this one is from Christopher, uh, Chris Stevenson. Chris Stevenson, turn that on, Gibbo. Over to you. This is um, Chris, a uh, long time listener, uh, first time caller. Um, is anybody selling any brun? Send a wee message. Good. Hit it, uh, definitely. Hi, my tech bill. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, it's also, it's like a, you know, the yellow pages. The big man's looking for a bag of brun. <laughs> Is anybody selling any brun? Chris, thank you for your question. Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully you find somebody saying, hey, the, well, since he sent that, the pubs, <laughs> <laughs> the pubs and gyms have reopened, so, uh, you know. Chris, thank you for your question. Uh, get out there and get some brew. <laughs> uh, Jim McMillan, there we go. Oh, fuck you. This is Jim McMillan's question. Hello, gents. What a beautiful day it is. Oh. The house is empty for the first time in ages. Now we're starting to return back to normal. As I sit here, sipping my tea, casting Pornhub to the big screen, <laughs> I just think, fuck you, council scumbags. Love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I just say something? First of all, thanks to Jim. And Jim always gets involved in the banter as well on Patreon and Facebook. So thanks for being a real hero, Jim. Brilliant. See, when you see videos, and you might have seen the one that's going about everywhere, where it's like, uh, I think they're Geordies and they're in a house and it's some lassie filming her uncle and all the family's there and they're like you're a dirty bastard and he's turned his phone on and he's fucking got porn on the telly mm-hmm. because he's trying to cast some I I have never cast pornography to the main television in the house am I, am I, squir- am I in the main do you squirrel it away for yourself just no, like, but like I've never, I've never sat, I've never sat in my living room and went, "Yo, know I'm going to do, I'm going to put this on the big telly." No, I might be in the minority here. I'm just saying that yeah. that feels that feels strange. You can have a wank <laughs> with a sixty six by two screen. You don't, don't need that fifty hey, foot plasma. Maybe maybe don't say have a wank while you hold out a phone with a picture of your daughter on it. Maybe oh, don't that, say that. That, that. that was that, just like, well, maybe wasn't we'll, it, man? Maybe we'll block. <laughs> you kind of saw that picture and you thought oh my god that is my beautiful wee daughter if she was young there I feel, I feel bad about it no, yeah, listen, uh, I'm going to come back to that because I want you to ask you something about that in a minute not be your beautiful daughter about the phone yes in fact let me just ask you well else in my head <laughs> does the boy have a question why there's no picture of the twoies me and him on the phone does he know that, that your daughter's your favourite well there's a daughter right and if I open up just to, to, to use the phone, it should be a picture of him. Uh, there he is. Behind the apps. There, there's a picture of my boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's behind all the apps. Hey, listen. Uh, he doesn't like getting his picture taken Fair with enough. me or anyone. I... I uh... I wonder if that's what 
what people do like when they know, when they've got the house to themselves. They of course they do. They'll get a chinky in. <laughs> They'll get the porno and cast it onto the big plasma. They'll crack one off. They'll get into the fucking chow main. Hello, is that hello? Is that walk on? It's your old guy here. She's <laughs> away for the, the weekend. On the <laughs> She's away for the weekend, boys. You know what that means? Two portions of chicken balls, <laughs> large fries, large special fried rice, and a portion of curry sauce. Thank you. Food done. The wee guy comes to the door with the lovery. You've got your fucking cock in your hand. No, you've got me out there, Brian. You've got the blue. You get the Bluetooth headphones on, <laughs> but the pod's still fucking blasting around the whole house. The VR headset just sat up above your fucking forehead like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Brian. Didn't mean that. Watch is that? Keep the tenor, son. Keep the tenor. Covered in baby oil. Just leave out the front door. <laughs> Is the wife away for the weekend? Whole weekend, mate. I'm going to wank myself, Sally. Maybe I come in and uh, play games with you. No, 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 no. This is a one-player shoot him up. <laughs> <laughs> a one-player shoot him everywhere. I don't know. I don't know if I'd if I'd be interested in using that. Those. I don't know what the name is. There's a special there's VR a machine. goggles. I but there's a machine. This it's called something, and it's for like watching porn. Like you plug you plug a bits, aren't you? A rubber doll. It's not a rubber doll. It's like what an actual, doll? like a, like a chair. Like you put bits on you, and it fucking somebody does all, does all sorts to you, man. Somebody posted in the fucking hashtag heroes page. There's somebody in your gang that would fuck this, and it was a wheelchair with a bust rubber <laughs> doll on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that took a sharp left turn. <laughs> well, just it's you know it was a gadget. Um, do you, do you question? Do you remember that bit in Only Frozen Horses when the or the blow up dolls were were exploding? No. Do you ever remember that episode? Del Boy had a hundred of blow up dolls, and then two of the blow up dolls come up from behind the wall like that and you start oh, I, I, <laughs> I remember that. They just hey, fucking self-inflate it. I'd love to be the of known the people who invented the first blow up dolls. Because like either they'd never seen a woman in their life before, or they just didn't have the skills to make like, why did they put that face up? Why did they all have the... <laughs> why did they all have the move? And then why bother putting, putting, li- putting lipstick in? So you're I, living out your fantasy, man. You're like, I've always wanted to go with somebody like you. I would, I would never shag a blow-up doll. No, you would that. Have you seen some of wow. the videos online? Wow. There's ones where... There's ones where... There's a video, it's like a CCTV camera. The guy's in a scud shop. And it's one of the ones where it's like a latex arse just sitting on the counter and the, guy's, <laughs> the guy's looking about like that right and you see him going he licks his fingers no. and gives it a wee poke right before you know it he's got the boy out and he's popping what is wrong with people in man in a fucking shop yeah. in a shop man take that out of the road first why also why, why are you just buying an ass? Bill do <laughs> you buy it in bits I'm going to see I can only afford the arse now but next week I'm going back to get his left leg and a torso like Christmas will have a full person. Listen, some folk maybe just don't have the room for the full hang. They just pull it up. <laughs> a latex ass. That's sit like, at I'm, the kitchen table. <laughs> have you watched that programme, Dave? I told you to watch. Dave the rapper? Aye, <laughs> mate. When he's got the, the ass with the rubber legs and he just throws it in the wardrobe. <laughs> he's, he got, he's got this ass and it's got like fucking... It's got legs on it, but the legs are only like... 
You know if like just somebody fucking hits, like that. Aye, if one of the balloons. It's basically like it's got fucking cerebral palsy, man. The fucking legs up your draping all the other place. Throws this thing in the bed, pumps it, then gets a stick like a twig with a bit of toilet on it, and fucking pokes up the arse to clean it, and then just launches it back in the cupboard. <laughs> like, surely if no, I haven't got a rubber arse. I, I've no interest in getting one. But surely if you had something like that, or even like a flashlight, you'd need to take it out and pressure wash it, or put it in a dishwasher at least. I clean it all the smell in it. But here's the thing on all right. Surely, even in your height of of ragedness, of wanting to pump something, you'll capture yourself for a millisecond or whatever. Reflection. You're pumping but I pumping away uh, this fucking latex arse or rubber doll or whatever it is and go, what, what, what the fuck am I then? What's Who happened? am I? Aye. What's rhyming just an old fashioned wank? Uh, exactly. What happened to the old days of just filling a soak full of beef paste and just knocking the old boy out? <laughs> Rip the heat off it to you, a wank burn. What happened to the days? <laughs> what happened to the old days? I get a good a pack of six ankle socks out of pre-mark and having a great weekend to yourself. <laughs> you know, I've got a call more. Can I get the tissues for the room? Get yourself down to Morrison's by half a kilo of jelly. <laughs> Look, you I think you've got the flu. <laughs> and you can hear me make a trifle, son. I'm going to make some kind of trifle, aye. I wouldn't eat it, but... <laughs> I'm going to have man snorters out of my own. <laughs> I'm, looking for man I'm looking for a kilo of seedless jam. Do you know like the seeds are, sometimes they get trapped in my belly head, so it's a seedless <laughs> jam for me. And you're what? <laughs> I've got a call, that's what you need to know. <laughs> oh, Why is this hanky got a knot tied on it? Well, it was a big sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> right, more questions. Um... Okay, who have we got? We've got Kenny Bridges and we've got Laura Derrick, the head of wine. Who do you want first? Let's well, he's a head of wine. We've not had a head of wine. Hashtag head of wine. Here we go. Laura Derrick. Laura, long time hero as well. Thank you for getting yes. in touch. One for the council scumbags. Oofed. Surely after all these years, if you're still not paying for the hashtag show if you haven't signed up to Patreon then I can only assume that you're the type of person that lets them more pay for their Netflix sleeps in a single bed and probably doesn't even buy a round and a night out so do the right thing sign up to Patreon pound a week shite bag if you don't Fucking bro, you can't, can't get clearer than that. I also love the contrast that we've got between the heroes and the heroines because the worst thing for a hero is that they finger their sister, but the worst thing for a heroine is <laughs> they're more based on Netflix and they sleep in a single bed. <laughs> well, there you go. That's both categories covered. If you are not a hashtag hero, you, you fall into one of those categories. You're more based on Netflix and you sleep in a single bed. Eloquently done. Factual. Very. Very to the much point. So. Beautiful. Laura, thank you very much for getting in touch. Amazing. Uh, right, who have we got? Uh, Kenny Bridges, last one. Let's see what Kenny's saying for himself. No, with the other one, you said so, uh, Laura or somebody, and I said... Aye, Laura or Kenny. Oh, right, right. This is the last one. DJ Kenny Bridges. How you doing, here. boys? Kenny here. Um, bit of confession. Um, obviously, previous episodes you've been talking about... Um, eating steaks and stuff like that. Mal was a bit of a connoisseur. Scott also likes his steak. I've never had a steak. Um, and I've obviously I've been on this, the hashtag here Facebook page and that. And there's a few of the boys have been putting up pictures of steaks and stuff. So I'm looking for recommendations 
Um, I don't want to just jump in there with a, a big expensive steak. Um, so I need recommendation. I'm looking for uh, one, what to start with, two, where to buy it, three, the best way to cook it, uh, how you go about it and stuff like that. But yeah, bit of a sad case that I've not actually tried steak before, or a proper steak before. But hey ho, I've got to pop our cherries, know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> there's a wee question for you. Sign up for the patron. Don't be a fucking console pedo. Console <laughs> pedo. I'll jump right in with where to get it and you can tell them how to cook it. How about that? Okay. I would go straight in without breaking the bank. Aldi. 30 day I. 30, 30 day dry ribeye steak. £4.95 or it's like £8 for two. Check dynamite. <laughs> dynamite. Cheap steaks. High quality. And over to you, Scott, for how to cook the bad boys. Um, it, one, it depends on the cut of steak that you have. Just fucking tell you, it's a ribeye, de- ribeye steak, thirty day aged. See, I, how I do you think, cook that? I think he's he's best bet if he's one. I'm shocked that you've never had a steak, but I'm glad that you're able, you feel as if you're comfortable. You can open up. I would say that for your first steak, you're probably better off with a sirloin. Because no. with a ribeye, you might get that big bit of fat running through it, and that, that can put a lot of people off. Flavour, son. Flavour. If you get so a ribeye... So long you're right in at the deep end with your steaky steak. You know, it's almost livery sometimes if you get a sirloin. I say, depending on how thick it is, <clears throat> like I said to Mal, you want to get it in a ripping hot pan, so get your best frying pan. Right up to the fucking max. Get it, fuck, turn it up full blast, put that pan on there till the bastard is smoking. A little bit of oil in the pan, salt and pepper on the steak, both sides, and then fuck it in that pan. Get it fucked right in there. Depending on the size, three minutes aside, two, three minutes aside, turn it over, and then let the fucker rest for at least ten minutes. Just sit it on a board. No, mate, ten minutes far too long. Let it rest for ten minutes, and then cut into it. And it'll be it'll be one of the greatest things you'll ever try in your life. The, one, the rest one, thing is important. It is very important today. You need to let it rest because otherwise all the all the blood runs out. See if you've ever seen stuff in the past or you get a steak somewhere and there's blood on your plate. It's just because it's not been rested properly because you need to let all that juice go back inside it. The other thing is like I always have a sauce where steak. I very rarely have steak on its own. No, oh, you make a mistake, I mean. No, you need. I think you need to eat something. No. Now, my favourite cut of steak is a fillet because I'm a fancy boy. I don't like fat when it comes to steak. I just want meat, and I want it soft, and I want it tender. And for me, it's a fillet steak. I absolutely love it. But one of the best ways that you can have steak is um, what's it called? The fucking fucking Ramsay makes them. Kenny's just asked first time doesn't want to go on at the deep end just wants to quickly make a steak like Mal saying get yourself down to Aldo eh, Aldo Aldi Aldo get yourself down to Aldi get yourself a wee sirloin or a wee rump Uh, no a rump no a rump that's a bad steak to go with that's an acquired fucking that's harder to cook sirloin or a ribeye if you can get 30 day dry aged because it does help with the flavour. What, what you want to do, man, is you want to see if you can get some like, fresh rosemary and butter, get it in that pan right. and then fuck the this butter This is the cunt's in, first fucking in. steak. This is the cunt's first steak. I know, but I want... Do you know what you do for your first steak then? Go to a fucking steak restaurant, Kenny. Treat yourself, no, mate. Aye, treat about, yourself. There's something about cooking it yourself. 
Aye, but no, your first time, Mal. Uh, no, your right. first time. You, you, first, you want you want to sit down because here's the thing about for me anyway, right? See when you go out to a, a fucking very good restaurant that is known for meat, and you have a steak, it's it's the bits that go with it. That 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 is a that is a given. Like right. see when you go to a good steak restaurant, right? And I don't mean like a chain. Like what's the one? It's the fucking it's the famous steak restaurant chains. They're fucking everywhere. Miller right? and Carter. Ah, Miller and fuck off, Carter. <laughs> see when you go to a proper steak, like for example, your mates in Paisley, the little steakhouse. Mm-hmm. When you go there and you get all the bits with it, that's what makes it fucking. That's what takes it to the next level. Aye, but good onion rings. So I so mushrooms. I. So you go out for a nice steak, but I think what Kenny needs to do is try and cook some in the house. That's what he's wanted to So my suggestion to him would be... Beef Wellington. A ribeye rib steak, 30-day dry aged, £4, <clears> less than £5 for one of them in Aldi. Buy two. High, high heat on your fucking iron skillet. Ripping. Fucking ripping. ripping. Here's the thing. See when you're cooking a good steak, Kenny, that pan needs to be ripped to the point where you're going, if I put in in this, it'll fucking bust it off. That's how hot you want it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking ripping heat. Ripping heat. Yeah. Like smoke coming off you. Like the hoose might go up. That's uh-huh. how hot you want the fucker. I don't put the oil onto that that heat. I rub the oil into the steak and then salt pepper steak so you don't get the oil smoking. <laughs> then fucking flat flat. I don't put the oil in look put the pan on dry and get it ripping and then oil and then steak right or rub the oil into the steak is what I do oh I tell you what's good because then it holds the salt and pepper big bit of fillet steak in there fucking wrapped in bacon man on either side get the butter fucking bit of rosemary baste it fuck that in the oven for 10 minutes man cook all down for 10 minutes fuck and then just fucking oh come on amazing I went to a steak restaurant once in Florida right years ago mate with an ex-girlfriend a long, long time ago. Before comedy, that's how long ago it was. Oh, fuck shit, man. That's, that's a good and ago. We didn't realise at the time until after we paid for it and came out that it was like one of the best steak restaurants in Florida, right? Because when the bill came, I was like, uh, I think I work here now. But to this day, is that, mate, is I think about dollars it. dollars or fucking Mexican chicos? To this day, mate, I still think about that dinner. Unbelievable. Got a starter. There was a, a scallop dish inside some kind of cream, cream and cheese sauce, right? And see the scallops, mate. They were like the size of your fish, man. They were like hockey pucks. I could barely even finish it. And I remember it at the time thinking, I've overdone this here. And this is my starter. Vast. And then see when you're going to get the steaks, they brought it running a trolley. Mm-hmm. All the different cuts of steaks. And you go to pick, show you at first. You go to oh, pick which steak you want. I was like, your steak. And then it just comes out. So when the plate came out, they put the plate down, and on the plate is just a steak, nothing else. And I don't know if I get it. White plate, blue rim. On the plate was the the logo of the restaurant, and then just above that was this big fucking fillet steak. The fillet steak was about that thick, huge. Pure dinosaur. plate, top. and then see as soon as they put the two bits of steak down. I mean, military is literally as soon as the plates went down, the other wee guy appears with a trolley, and that's got all your fucking accoutrement, different potatoes. Sit, so the whole table's just full of plates. Amazing. Mate, one of the greatest meals I've <clears throat> had in my life. Yeah, I'm, I'm unbelievable. Fucking I do, I'm that. fucking starving. 
You do remember these things, didn't you? That, that one as well, for me, the steakhouse I went to in Vegas, it's an action and all that went to, right oh. off the strip. The Golden Steer. Fuck food, me, man. I felt I was steeped in history and I was eating fucking proper fucking steak, man. Food is, food is history, mate. Food is food is, food is a goddess of love. <laughs> but I enjoy it, Kenny. Let us know how you go with your enjoy steak. Enjoy the steak, man. Enjoy the steak. I really wish you were going. I wish I wish that we, we could hold each other in our arms again and go for a hashtag review summit. Imagine yeah. if we were just going to go and review a fucking steak restaurant right now. I know. As Stephen Harry Wilson said, what about doing a barbecue or a cookout kind of thing? That'd be good and all. Let's say you just all met up somewhere and just fucking everybody had a wee barbie in a park. We hashtag barbie? Aye, just like... Hashtag summer festival? Red stripes, barbecues, banter. Then it's all of us to take us up the road. I might hear we could maybe make that happen by the way. We don't nothing stopping you doing that. No, <coughs> like, there's no restrictions. See Oops, after the year we've been through, mate. Up is down, down is up. Nothing's real anymore. If you can think it, you can make it happen. And what we could do, right, is like put doing a hat and me and Scott could just like tap dance or dance. Like, you know, like, sing monkey, sing, right? And I'd be like Hey, hey baby <laughs> ha and then you, you like put five pences in that and the thing and then everybody's a winner right now but a wee, a wee cookout would be good next question that's it <clears throat> they're all done beautiful that's them done well listen we've probably ran over the hour for the scumbags which we're, we're then going to cut right if you're, li- no, if you're but, listening but to no, this now, you're a hero. You are a hero. But knowing how this episode has went, it's a wee bit of therapy for you, right? <coughs> we just no daily edits and run it in its entirety with oh, the warning of from right, now okay. on. Right, so you want to start off the next, next council? Well, I, I, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I don't know. Because, you know, it took us a wee while to get comfortable with this episode. A couple of technical problems. You're not feeling too good. It's just been a, it's just been a nice wee episode. I'll happily cut it out now. <laughs> let's let's put this one out. And it and it's entirety. I know, let's put it out. And for the next the way it's gonna work for new on is yeah, you tell him, Scott. The way it's gonna work for new on is council episodes are one hour. You get an hour for free, right? An hour every fortnight, you get for free. The full version will be available for the heroes. Yes. And I will say this because it's lockdown, the Patreon has remained the same all the way throughout lockdown in the sense of everybody gets everything. But you will know we do have quite a few heroes who are paying uh, more than the base rate each month. So to them, we thank you for your contribution. And once lockdown is over and we're all back to normal, there's going to be a few changes on the Patreon so that the different tiers receive different things. So we'll let you know more about that uh, in the coming weeks. So you might get a wee reacher in for me or Scott, depending where you stay. We might you be might... turning up at your door to cook your steak and throw you down the willy well. Hey, what? there's so many great fucking things that plans that we've spoke about during I just can't shows wait for and after shows just life to, get to, get back, to, normal. to get back in it. Full guns blazing. Hashtag house parties as an R1. Whereas... I... Hashtag cookouts. 
What about that, right? What about that? I mean, I'm just fucking freestyling here as, as we love talk. It. I love it. There could be some kind of thing where a hero could be picked or, you know, they would have to cover the cost. Let's, let's, let's be honest here because there's food and drink involved. But we come in, we cook some barbecue and we just fucking get on it with heroes. And that hero, it can invite his fucking mates around or whatever. <laughs> and they'll just come here, who's known, like, get mad with it and, and have a barbecue. And you'll be like, ah, go fucking dance, monkey, dance. And I'll be like, ah, hey, what's the matter, you? Scott, like, I've came no, in your face. Oh, no, no respect. Shut up your face. Oh, Giuseppe. Oh, shut up your move. <laughs> hey, spunky breed. Things like that, man. Just Why like, don't we have like hashtag sleepover when we all go down the lodge with a sleeping bag and we just all hang out and tell ghost stories and show each other our bobbies? Aye. But just to like put a wee twist on it, right? You're not allowed to have like jammies or anything. You have no, to wear like, everybody's no, like the wee, wee frilly ones like sexy birds wear. The wee ones, it's just a wee nighty, but it's, it's a, short. Benny it only Humpstead. goes to your belly button and you're not allowed to zip up your sleeping bag. It's, it's called a, a teddy bear suit or something. <laughs> like, and you have to wear a rara skirt. All the wee sex things you did a kink on when you were younger, we all wear that, even though we're guys. <laughs> and, uh, and the birds, if there's any birds there, they have to dress up like angry old men. Uh, just a, just a fun, it's your big shout out to all the heroes thank you for your continued support if you're not a hashtag hero um, I don't know what else to say at this point sign up support the show access all the content uh, because it's worth it and everybody who is a hero um, lots of stuff planned and those of you who are big heroes uh, we know we love yous and don't worry you will be rewarded very very soon after last week's episode one two three, which was I've said it before in my this, fucking top you know 10 I knew, I knew the next be, one was aye, never going to there's no way you could never live up to that I mean that that last one was unreal even the video mate. clips there's fucking so many unreal it's a, it's, a, it's a tremendous episode I mean we should really thank ourselves for, for being each other's friends and coming together to create such a wonderful episode loving life so to all the council scumbags out there enjoy this this is your last full episode because after this it's going to an hour, uh, you know, and that's it. Stay safe, sign up, patreon.com forward slash the hashtag show, become a hero, do it, you deserve it, support the show, see you then. And just to add to that, sorry Scott, Yeah. Scott's not happy about this, but I'm wanting to enforce this, because I think Kunso episodes could and should go once a month in the Patreons get all the goodness. They get three episodes a month and then the free Council One. And you poor wee Council listeners only get one episode a month. Now, and I'm quite happy that this one hasn't been a great episode because you don't deserve a good episode. <laughs> you don't deserve it. Help the boys help you, is all I'm saying. Help the boys, man. And I could say something funny here, but I refuse. <laughs> right, let's wrap this up. Uh, thank you for listening. Please do subscribe. However, you get the show, the show's on every single platform: Spotify, uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google. We're everywhere. Just subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Help us move up the charts. And uh, one thing: make sure you do subscribe to the channel on YouTube 
because that's where all the videos and all the content that's coming up is going to go. And if you aren't a hashtag hero already, please do become one. Hashtag show.co.uk for all the links or go to patreon.com forward slash the hashtag show and sign up for as little as £4 a month. It's pennies. What else do you spend a pound a week on that can give you this much love? Nothing. So do it. Yeah, it Spot the show. Thank you very much. And see you see in a fortnight if you're a scumbag. See you next week if you're a hero. All the best. Take care. Bye. That's not even in focus. I know. Just say bye bye now. That's my way. Bye bye, guys. Thanks for listening. All the best. And thanks to all the heroes who joined up this month. Take care. You're the ones I love. Bye bye. Hit it. I think I'm done. I think that's me. I think that's it. I need to hang out a mic and go and get an old joke. <laughs>